0: Welcome back to Gimme Some Truth. In this mini bonus episode, I'm combining my love of the Beatles with another one of my interests the game of chess. Perhaps the most famous connection between the Beatles and chess was made by Ringo in anthology when describing the recording of the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band LP. Well, Sgt. Pepper for me was great because I. It, it's a fine album. It's a fine album, but I did learn to play chess on it because I'd have so much spare time, you know. We do the basic track, and then we put other stuff on, and then the percussion would be overdubbed later and later, you know. I am sure you have heard this story before. I continue to see it quoted and requoted again and again on the internet, in books, and in print. But it's not true, as we saw with his recollections about the recording of the White Album. Ringo does not have the most reliable memory when it comes to the order of events in the group's timeline. In this case, I believe Ringo conflated the memory of learning chess from Neil Aspinall during downtime in group activities with the excessive amounts of time he was not actively involved in recording Sgt. Pepper. While both memories are true, the combination of them in the early months of 1967 is not. I do not know when each of the Beatles was first aware of the game or taught the rules of chess. They could have been taught during their childhoods at home by a parent or guardian or at school by a teacher or pupil. Perhaps it was Neil who brought his interest in the game to the group, as Ringo remembered. As early as their autumn tour in the last two months of 1963, the Beatles were finding ways to entertain themselves during the time spent hanging around backstage between engagements. It was during this tour, on the 14th of November in Exeter, that Neil acquired an 8-pound Skellextric model motor racing set for the group. Ironically, the box for the kit had a chessboard pattern on the front left side, and it is this box that can be seen in photographs taken backstage in Coventry three days later. At first glance, I assumed it was a folding chess set. The first reference I could find of a beetle playing chess comes from the 31st of March 1964 issue of the Daily Mirror. Journalist Don Short, who had crashed John, Cynthia, George, and Patty's weekend getaway to the Drumland Castle Hotel in County Clare, Ireland, reported that on the final night of their stay, the two couples played games in their hotel room, and Cynthia beat John four times in a row at chess. The first photograph I could find that shows a beetle with a chess set was taken in March 1965, while the Beatles filmed Help in Austria. In the photograph, John, again, can be seen moving tiny pieces across a very small travel chess set, wearing the black leather cap that was typical of this period. A couple of weeks later, pop journalist Susan Shaw reported in the 10th of April issue of Disc Weekly that, while filming interior shots at Twickenham Film Studios, Paul was looking for Ringo as everyone else seemed to be. Eventually he was discovered playing chess with road manager Neil Aspinall. This is one of his latest hobbies, and he is becoming quite a good player. Just about 18 months before the sessions for Sgt. Pepper had even begun, Ringo was becoming a competent chess player on the set of Help. A year later, during a session on the 14th of April 1966 to record the vocals for Paperback Writer, Ringo was found at the chessboard yet again. Sean O'Mani, in the June 1966 issue of the Beatles Book Monthly, reported, We then spotted Ringo's head behind the screen in the far corner. He was playing chess with Neil. So we walked over. Who's winning, I asked. Neil's the expert, Ringo replied, and went back to the chessboard to concentrate on how to get his king out of danger from an attack by Neil's bishop and castle. Ringo, who had finally beaten Neil at a game of chess by checkmating him in several brilliant moves involving a queen, a bishop, and a castle, said that he thought John and Paul sounded as though they were singing through water. This same magazine featured a full-page photo of the drummer behind a full-size chess set, holding a black knight aloft in his right hand. It's a thousand pages, give or take a few I'll be writing more in a week or two I could make it longer if you like the start I can change it round and I want to be a paperback writer Paperback writer! Really like this same year, when John met Yoko Ono for the first time at the Indica Gallery on the 7th of November, One of the pieces she had on display was titled White Chess Set. Laterally, Yoko renamed this piece Play It by Trust. This consisted of a chess set where all the squares and pieces were painted white. On the 12th of December, 1968, John and Yoko were filmed at John's house, Kenwood, with this all-white chess set for Austrian television. And they were filmed again on the 20th of July, 1971, using the white set, for a game at Tittenhurst Park. Ultimately, this chess set became part of the Lennon's archive collection housed in the Dakota Building in New York City. The King of Marigold was in the kitchen, cooking breakfast for the Queen. The Queen was in the parlor, playing piano for the children of the King. On Friday, So there you go. Ringo had learned to play chess well before Pepper, and John also fancied a game now and then. There are some fun connections between the Beatles and chess. This is not even mentioning the great artists, most notably Chuck Berry, who were released on Chicago's R&B label Chess Records. Berry, Larry Williams, and Muddy Waters, among others, were hugely influential to the Beatles and to the development of rock and roll in general. Chess pops up in the group's history in more ways than one. And by the way, it's a great game. Well, I'ma write a little letter, I'ma mail it to my local DJ. Yeah, it's a jumping little record, I want my jock. I gotta hear it again today. You know my temp- Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for season two of Gimme Some Truth coming next year. In the meantime, I can be found on Facebook and Instagram at Gimme Some Truth Pod, Twitter at Gimme Some Truth P, and you can email gimme some truth at gmail.com.